done. Da -da 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 -da. Done. Coming at you from the airport live at 9 a.m. I just missed my flight. It wouldn't be a jujitsu tournament trip if I didn't miss my fucking flight. I do that every time. I'm cursed. I'm cursed. It's supposed to be a minority thing. I believe it. Um, oh, there's my girlfriend behind me. Uh, yeah. It was fun. Came to Texas. I did Worlds. Competing was crazy. I had like 28 people in my division. And I ended up eking out the win. Uh, what happened? Uh, I went up against the number eight seed and the number one seed and i submitted them and then i also went up against like i forgot i think i was like the number 12 seed or whatever but i went up against this guy this random guy this poor guy from henzo gracie i don't even know where and he was tiny he was little he was so much smaller than me i remember walking out to the competition mats and um I think the scales were messed up, man. I mean, like, I, I'm glad they were. I was definitely on weight, but, like, I showed up weighing, like, 144. I was supposed to be 149. So I'm sure this guy, <laughs> I think he's one of those guys that, like, this is his natural weight. So he kind of just <laughs> showed up without having to cut weight, and he was tiny. I remember walking behind him, and I'm like, oh, Oh, you're fine. Oh, I'm going to wrestle you. <laughs> I remember telling my friends, I'm like, I don't know. The first round, I think I'm just going to pull guard and, like, assess the situation. But, like, I was assessing the situation on the way to the fucking, to the mat. And I was walking behind him, and I'm like, God damn, you're, like, biceps are the size of my wrist. Like, I am just going to, I'm going to bully you. Jiu-Jitsu is fun, especially competition where, like, you know, like, you're like, yeah, I'm going to bully this guy. And nobody's, like, going to get mad at you for it. They're like, yeah, no, that's good. You do, you're doing a great job. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> like, I'm not going to give like, this guy a chance to breathe. I'm not going to be nice about this. And everyone's like, yo, amazing. You're, that's very healthy of you to do. This is good. It's competition. Everything's allowed. Like, <laughs> I accidentally got in an eye poke on... Um, my third match, like I, I, he was shooting and I just had my fucking hands out and I was like, oop, oops, John Jones, oops. And I, my thumb goes into his eye and like I did, there was no part of me that felt bad about that. <laughs> I was more like, yes, very good. Very good. I wish I, I wish I got deeper, but I didn't. <laughs> that was crazy. It was such a great, like, uh storyline i feel like because um this is my second ibjjf at brown and there was like 28 people in my division it wasn't no bullshit like i hate all these other like i'm trying to look at other divisions and other world champions or whatever and like a lot of them just have like five people eight people in their fucking division and like then they're making posts like oh my god i got second i got third place like you lost your way into third place like, that happened to me in Atlanta. I didn't, like, I wasn't proud of that. I was like, this sucks. Losing sucks. I hate this medal. And, like, people are like, oh, world, I'm a world champion right now. I mean, I guess it's not their fault at all. Because, like, you know, you go up, you show up, you compete. I think showing up's like, 80% of the fucking, of the fucking competition. 
you know, showing up, being on weight and everything like that. There's a lot of, like, mental that goes through that. But, like, honestly, maybe don't post about it if you lost your way into third place. Maybe don't be too hype if you lost your way into third place. Or, like, you beat one person and now you're in the finals. Even two people's pushing it. But, um, especially for, like, worlds, right? But, um, I mean, whatever. Uh, congrats. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the storyline was pretty cool. I went to Atlanta, um, like, on my last podcast. Uh, I talked about, uh, hold on. Yeah. So, yeah, on my last, um, episode, I was in Atlanta, and then I got murked. I fucking got murked. I, I did the gi and the no gi, and I lost the first round um, in both, in three divisions, because I did the absolute, too. Well, I mean, so I won my gi because the fucking guy didn't show up, and then I lost, like, the gi, the gi in my division, I won. I just got, like, a participation medal, and then the gi... The Gi in the Absolute, I went up against this guy named Ishmael. Ismael, I don't know. And uh, super Brazilian. And uh, he, we got into like a 50-50 seesaw battle where like we were just sweeping each other. And he was going for like, he's getting advantages off of like ankle locks from 50-50. And like those ankle locks don't hurt. I don't know who taps to them, but I guess in the gi they're more effective. But you get advantages from that, so more power to him. And I, I was very familiar with his game. I felt like I and like his power, like his strength. And I got murked in the gi. I mean, it was eight to six. I couldn't get the sweep back, but we were just going back and forth on fifty-fifty uh, stuff. So um, I ended up going against him. So the first round, I'm gonna just do a fucking recap, I guess, of the fucking worlds and how I got through it. But like. The first round was uh, uh, I went up against Franklin, <laughs> Franklin the Turtle, and uh, I ended up taking him down within like the first five seconds, and then I was trying to pass his guard, pass his guard. I, I remember um, he kept trying to invert and get into my legs, but it like because I caught on to that, I'm a big proponent of like you don't want to go into your opponent's strengths, and like he's, spam- he's literally spamming K-guard entries, like trying to underhook my leg, like... So I decided pretty early on that I was going to use medium range passing. I've been working on like different styles of passing. There's like tight passing with knee cuts. And then there's like throw buys that get you into like medium range. Like the Mendez bros did a crazy post about it that like really opened my eyes to like the different distances you can play with passing. And then there's like long range passing, artillery passing. You're just jumping over legs. I can't do that. I can't do no canudo backflip. So I stuck to medium range passing, trying to dig my head into good position and then work around the legs. And uh, I started getting a lot of movement. I ended up like stacking him and um, going into north south, almost got a pass. And then I stacked him again and then actually got into north south, got the pass, but I was out of bounds. And um, they started me out of bounds with like an underhook from north south. So I was. It was really funny. Like, I was this close to getting a Kimura. And uh, I ended up, uh, like, he's he he had my underhook. The the ref is like, Paro, and you got to stop exactly where uh, he put you. And we're moving back to the middle. And I was like, my hand was literally, like, floating above his hand to secure the second Kimura grip, like, on his wrist. 
And like as soon as he said start, I just fucking I just grabbed the Kimura like it it was like I was already fucking there, like whatever. And the kid was kinda like complacent. He let me get the Kimura and then I settled into like um grabbing uh <laughs> I settled into grabbing um his back, like I just did back control. This fucking guy behind me. Um yeah, so then uh I got back control and if you watch the video it's like 30, 40 seconds of me giving the ref puppy eyes to give me my fucking points. Like, I had a body triangle on, and then my bottom leg was in such a way where I couldn't, like, put a hook in. I just had it across his hip the whole fucking time. So I tried to put my hook into, like, like between his legs, and it just, it, my, like, <laughs> my leg was just too long for the first time in my life, and it was stuck on his hip. And then when I finally placed it in between his legs, I look at the ref give him the puppy dog eyes he's like all right i'll give you the four points and um and then i i went right back to the body triangle two hands over and just strangled the fuck out of him like i i put my choke on his face like it wasn't a, it wasn't carotid arteries whatever the fuck no i i just choked over his jaw and it was too much pressure and i was making too many faces and i just ended up submitting him like that second match was real interesting ismail so he he beat me in um 50 50 mostly when we uh when we had our exchanges in atlanta so i remember telling my friends like especially my girl like before um the match that i knew what was gonna happen is like we're gonna get into a 50 50 exchange and i'm gonna have to get him with a heel hook through there i had a good feeling about this because in the gi i was like i i, I didn't show him any of my um like, I didn't show my hand, you know. I couldn't do any heel hooks, so he didn't see, like, my A-game moves from 50-50. Like, I know how to pass 50-50. I know how to disentangle the legs, but, like, in the gi, it's a little different. It is a lot different. There, there's so many other factors. And no gi, uh, yeah, it's just a different game. So then um, we, were, uh, we were in 50-50. So he does a really good job of trying to take my back whenever I invert, right? And I was trying to invert from reverse De La Hiva, and he almost took my back the first time. But what I noticed was his legs were available to me to enter if I just focused on, instead of getting my back taken, just like holding onto his legs and fixing my leg positioning, sucking him into um, uh, 50-50. I almost got him the first time. He ends up kicking me in the fucking face, which is actually pretty funny. But yeah, he ends up kicking me in the fucking face and uh, getting out of the position, just kicking at my legs. So I'm like, yo, dude, like, that's not how you get out. I'm probably going to fuck you up if I'm able to secure the position. He goes again. I do another in, invert Magoo, like, in the middle of the fucking match. And uh, he goes again to try to take my back, uh, a diving back take. And I hold on to his leg for dear life. And I end up putting him in 50-50. So he goes for some... And, and like, I take top as soon as I get into 50-50. He, he opts to lean back and I... Uh, and, and starts ripping an ankle lock on me. And, like, I mean, it hurt, but it was on my calf, right? So I was pretty secure that my muscle wasn't going to, like, pop. Like, from the pressure that he was putting on, I was like, I'm fine. I could finagle my way out. He actually had me in a really scary position at one point where he went belly down with the ankle lock, but I was fine. Uh, so what ends up happening is... um. I'm trying to undo the legs. I fall back to undo the legs, and he ends up coming up. And as he's coming up in 50-50, I already have my grip set up. Like, my my 
uh, left hand goes under his far armpit and my right hand underhooks his far leg. So I'm able to put my head in between his legs like really easily as he's uh, as he's coming up. I don't think he noticed that like his weight was so far forward and he had his knee basically on my stomach. That's like exactly what I want to happen. As I'm inverting, I caught the heel and this is fucked up. But like I'm like I'm so focused on submitting you and like there's no guarantee that you're even going to tap to a fucking heel hook right so i remember catching the heel and like the guy ishmael ends up tapping like five times with both hands but like the arena's so loud i mean i'm so hopped up on like adrenaline and like it's up to the ref to stop me you know but he ends up tapping like five times with both hands and then like the ref's like oh stop bottle 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 and then like i feel him like touch me or i feel the ref's like movement like it snaps me out of it and then i realize i'm like oh shit he's been tapping and i let go immediately and uh i mean that fucking suck i'm so sorry dude um i really hope i didn't hurt him but he was definitely he definitely ended up getting hurt um damn that was real shitty i'm so sorry i like i would hate for that to happen to me like i didn't do it on purpose but um yeah the ref stopped it and then I got the heel hook like that was redemption it it was that match meant a lot to me that match meant more to me than beating the number one seed or anything like that because like I needed that back I needed that back for me because like I knew I felt like I was better than him and I mean I just needed it yeah it was cool and uh I ended up uh going up against the first uh seed he actually had a bye in his first match and um so he was a little like more energy than me i guess but whatever uh i remember on my way to going there i like saw him and he was like playing some like i don't know weird brazilian music like saying like it was on youtube he wasn't even using like spotify or anything like so i could see the music video that he's listening to and it's some lady just like singing it's probably some like Brazilian funk or some shit. And I'm like, I'm not losing to a guy listening to Brazilian funk. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. I'm such a dick. So, I, I mean, I'm bumping my music. They're yelling at me. I, I'm constantly getting yelled at by like referees and like uh, ring coordinators because, um, <laughs> because like I have a speaker. I don't just have headphones like, oh, sorry, my fucking ears don't work. Like, I don't like sure I could probably use this, but this will get soaked in like sweat and like germs and stuff. So I would rather use a little speaker and then everyone collectively bumps with me, bump with me or against me, my friends. You always bump with me. All right. So. (laughs) So it was pretty cool. But like in the bullpen, like I was everyone was like, yo, cut the fucking music out. Like some people were like. Like I said, like there was this one lady who was like, can you, can you fucking turn that down? And I'm like, I can't, I don't have headphones. She's like, well, just turn it off then. And I'm like, mm, I'm going to go to the corner and, and no, no, sorry. So I remember walking out this guy, Vinicus or some shit. He was a little bigger than me, but I mean, ultimately that didn't matter, but, uh, he was the number one seed and, uh, damn, I think he was like the favorite to win, I think. So uh we start the match out and like i think he like pulls guard and then tries to go for my leg like tries to take me down and i immediately just underhook 
fucking Donato Death Squad underhook and start like running his ass down right after I sprawled. And he pulls guard. He jumps into guard, right? My right leg almost buckled. Like it was such a dissociative moment. Like I haven't had anyone jump guard on me and like I don't even know. Like I I don't need I don't remember the last time somebody jumped fucking guard on me. And uh thank God I didn't get hurt. But he ends up in close guard. I start standing up. I, I perch him onto my knees. And I'm just waiting for him to open his guard. Either open his guard or try to take me down. And, like, Jason's yelling, like, he's going to he's gonna try to take you down when he opens his guard. But he ends up opening his guard. I, I get my combat base, lower my level, get my knee down in the middle. And I start trying to pass. Yo, I ended up almost passing this fucking guy's guard three times. I went into north-south, and he was forced to turtle. And, uh... I got, like, two advantages off that. Like, that's fucking sick. I should have secured the position and passed him. I'm pretty sure if I would have passed him, I wouldn't have had to go into his legs to finish him. But, yeah. Um, the second time I forced him to turtle, I didn't know that he doesn't get points if he comes on top after he turtles. And I watched the match back, and apparently that's the case. What ends up happening is I'm, like, trying to stand up because I don't want it to be that my hip is on the ground and then... Like, I start playing guard, and then he gets two points, right? Um, he tries to shuck my leg by and take my back, and um, it doesn't work. Like, I end up recovering my guard, and I get an advantage. And then I was like, oh, shit, he doesn't get any points for that? I'm like, oh, fuck, awesome. And I stand up, and then I end up pulling guard because I want to test his, like, uh, his abilities, whatever. And he ends up, like, jumping into 50-50 with like an ankle lock or some shit and i'm like what are you doing and uh and then we disentangle from 50 50 and then i was able i i pull guard again and then i'm able to um get into inside ashi almost immediately and i'm pretty sure that like blew his mind because like this is the same shit he did in the match before so i'd watched his match before against this guy named kevin ma and he got into inside ashi really fucking easily against him and I was like, okay, so he's familiar with it. And then he finishes the match with a leg lace. And I'm like, okay, so he believes in the leg lace. So a lot of my, like, jujitsu, especially in competition, is all, like, mind games and stuff. Like, I try to get into my opponent's minds and understand how or what they're thinking or, like, pretend to know what they're thinking. And I believe because he thought the leg lace worked, because he just submitted somebody with it, he believed in the move, and it's, like, a scary move for him. So when I got him into Inside Ashi, I did double trouble and i tried doing the leg lace right and i was ripping that for like two minutes i had him in that position for like two fucking minutes it was horrible for him and uh <laughs> it was it was horrible for him right and i'm looking at the clock but my arms are burning the fuck out and the whole time jason's like he doesn't know how to hide his heel his heels out he doesn't know how to hide it and like the kid what jason didn't feel was that the kid was actively turning his knee i just had um good like a good pinch on his leg so although it didn't seem like it like he was doing the right thing and i knew that so if you watch the final like that match closely um i actually opt to do a shoelace ashi is what it's called it's where you put your um inside leg on the near under the butt of the near thigh and it makes it super tight so that when you switch from inside ashi to outside ashi you have like a mondo reap like the reap is like unholy like as soon as i grab a heel hook i'm breaking your leg right so 
I end up uh uh, like he's turning out, he's doing the right thing. I lose the grip on the second leg after I rip like two or three fucking leg laces that I got no advantages for. And he, uh, he ends up turning away. I pass over the leg to inside Ashi. I mean, uh, outside Ashi on my left side, um, after like the second roll. And then I just barely grab the heel hook and he taps like the moment he feels resistance, like he just taps. Maybe it was like a bad leg or something like that, which I, I could see. But he tapped so fucking fast. It was like no type of fight in it. And yeah, I was bugging out. That's when I like jumped for joy and stuff. That was crazy. It was a crazy moment. And then I ended up losing. I ended up losing on two advantages on a really exciting match against this guy named Damien who ended up winning the whole thing. Again, I lose to another fucking Damien. Our names are too close together. I need to do something about that. <laughs> I need I need to change my official ID name to like Flava or something. But yeah, um, had a really good match with him. I got two points on like a stupid sweep. Like it was almost like magic. He barely resisted it. And then he got me right back with the sweep. I think he understood that he had like a good guard. And uh, I think guard is my strongest point. So like I was very, very reticent to like go back into guard. I should have tried to stay up a little better. Maybe like pulled guard, forced him to like stand up with me. But um I'm going to do like a little breakdown of all the fucking matches before I, before it gets too late. But yeah, that was fun. It was great. And then shout out to all the other competitors that came. Um, my girl, Ronan, Anthony, Pizzo. Pizzo did great too, man. He lost just before the meddling rounds, but he was fucking people up. Um, it's crazy. It was crazy to have everybody over there. Stolfi came out. And the training was great, too. So we ended up coming, like, three or four days before the tournament because, like, my legs just swell the fuck up whenever I get on a plane. Like, it can't be helped. There's nothing I could do about it. Um, it's just how I am. I have bad circulation. Even my, oh, my God, the craziest fucking thing happened to me. Like, maybe I'll make this into a reel or something to, to show people, but my left leg... I have a varicose vein in there and it's the whole like it's like how two-face has like one half of his face is purple or whatever the fuck that was my leg one half of my left leg was purple and the other side was normal color because what ended up happening was i think like the amount of trauma that was hitting like my calf the inside part of my calf caused like the varicose vein or something to burst so i gotta go back to urgent care or home and like see what the fuck is up with that because um it hurts every time i touch it even now it fucking hurts and then like i remember like my girl was asking me if i was still gonna compete or and like to go to the hospital and the doctor and i'm like realistically i'm a little afraid of what they're gonna say they're probably gonna tell me not to compete i'm glad i competed i hope i didn't hurt myself anymore but like holy shit my leg is really fucking hurt like it hurts like a bit like it's like cauliflower the only way i could describe it is like cauliflower in my leg it's not like a bone bruise it's more like a soft mound of blood that just hurts every time you fucking touch it you know whatever i'm gonna get a sonogram or whatever see if my leg is pregnant but um i always have like weird shit that happens to me right before competition especially to my body like i get hurt or like just me like things start to manifest like my right knee goes completely numb my right leg starts to go completely numb as i'm on the warm-up mats and i'm like oh this is happening again that happened to me in submission only series 
um, and uh, Sapatero. So I guess it's just a thing that happens now is like my right knee goes completely numb and my right leg starts to go numb and like, I don't know, maybe it's nerves or something. In, like maybe not even nervousness but like nerves like nerve the nervous system yeah i don't know but uh yeah i mean i'm not gonna make a post about that and like tell everyone like oh i have these disabilities that happen to me all the time whenever i compete no i'll tell it to the podcast people because that's who really cares but other than that nah nah i'll keep that on the down low please don't tell anybody about that Please don't tell anybody that I do podcasts while driving the mobile podcast unit. <laughs> don't tell anyone that my legs like are failing before tournaments. That's a secret between us and the 40 people that listen. Um, what else? Uh, it's pretty fun. Um, we ended up renting a crazy big Suburban. I felt like a boss. I loved going up to these jujitsu places and seeing my boys and then they're in their shitty little rental cars and I got like a 10 person Suburban and we're rolling up all leather everything <laughs> music bumping and shit and I'm like yo what's up this is what a third place medalist rolls up in all right you gotta everything's bigger in Texas I was saying that the whole fucking trip <laughs> it was fun it was fun the Airbnb was great I don't know I'm hungry. I'm about to go get some breakfast. Some brekkie. Actually, I'm not even hungry, dude. I literally gained 17 pounds on this trip. I was 145 on the competition scale. And on my scale, I was like 149. And uh, before I left, I was 167. So I don't know what the math is on that, but I am fucking fat. I think it's 18 pounds. Oh, love that number. But yeah, I'm like 18 pounds more. I pretty sure i could just not eat for three days and i'll be fine which is what i'm planning to do when i get back but right now i'm not back yet i'm technically still in the airport so your boy might just end up feasting mm, do a little feast um yeah i don't know i don't know planes boarding soon um what else airbnb was cool Went to barbecue. I got weird drunk. Uh, we went to Fuel City. Oh, my God. Fuel City. Dude, there's something about going to a place at, like, 2 in the morning when you're obliterated drunk. There's, like, a local hot spot called Fuel City Tacos. And it's, like, obviously it's Fuel City. It's attached to a fucking gas station. How are these supposed to be the best tacos in Dallas? But lo and behold... They literally are the best tacos in Dallas. And there's like a thing. There should be a chart of like risk and reward for Fuel City Tacos. And the risk is definitely very high. My friends who took Ubers told me that all their Uber drivers recommended this place. But also said that it was like the most dangerous place in Dallas. Like three people got shot the weekend before. Like <laughs> they were like the guys like, yeah, the cops like if there's like a fight, they kind of just go away and then come back later after it's all after the dust has settled. I'm like, oh, that's unsettling. And, like, I was with my friend Anthony and Pizzo and my girlfriend Kristen. And they're, like, the only white people on the line. And, I mean, I'm I'm not particularly dark. So, like, we just look like a group of fucking white people. Oh, and gay Mike. Like, come on. <laughs> like, we were, like, going to get targeted, it seemed like. But 
we were fine. Pizzo's literally like foot tapping, panicking the entire time. Like, yo, what if we get shot? Like, shut up, Pizzo. <laughs> shut up. Don't even say that, Pizzo. What are you manifesting that into the universe for? He's like, what if we get shot, dude? What are we going to do? I guess I'm going to die. I don't know. What the fuck am I supposed to do about that? I just got to make sure my girl doesn't get shot. I'm fine. I'm Take me out. I'm third place medalist. I'm fine. I did what I had to do, baby. <laughs> but holy shit. And then you got Anthony making the most inappropriate jokes. He's just saying rape way too many times. Like, okay, I get it, dude. I get it. It's a joke, but if you're kind of like listening outside and you and that's the only word you catch, like, mm, kind of sound like a dickhead. Oh my god, we were in a lot of trouble. My my friend Pizzo, before we go out, he's literally wearing a fucking band. Like, you know how they'll like make bandanas as shirts? Like, it's like kind of like a paisley pattern, but it's literally just Lucky Brand jeans made a bandana into a shirt. Like, they took the bandana material, the bandana cloth, and just cut it up into a shirt. And he looked like he was wearing a blue bandana. Like, I was like, why the fuck would you wear that? He's like, what do you mean? It's a nice shirt. And I'm like, dude, you look like a like a crip. Like a like a really white crip. Like, you're, you're just wearing all blue, and that's a bandana? Like, you're going to get a shot. And he's like, nah. Like, and then he ends up changing right before we go out. <laughs> Thank God he changed. But it's so funny that I got to I I got in his head with that. Maybe I was right. Maybe I wasn't. But like, it's just funny to make someone change their clothes because like you get in their head about something. It could have been anything. If I would have made him change his clothes about anything, I think that's funny. Like I'm like I don't know. That kind of makes you look fat. He's like already dieted for like eight fucking weeks. He's like the lowest he's ever been. Change his shirts anyway. <laughs> All my clothes is like falling off before. Now that I got my girth back, now that I'm fat again, my clothes is not falling off. Like, uh, I swear, like, all my shorts, I tie the drawstring mad tight. So, like, untying it and then tying it even tighter was such a bitch. But I had to do that with, like, all my clothes. I, I literally, I couldn't even buy, like, gym shorts at this gym that I wanted because the short the shorts that I would have needed to get were should have been, like, a small size instead of medium. I always wear medium. And I'm like, I can't do this. I'm I'm going to go back to fat probably. So uh, I'm better off just not buying these shirt, shorts. And all my shirts fit super loose. I just got myself back. Like, I feel like I just got my body back. Like, I walk around 165. I'm not no 145 or 149. or, But um, maybe I can be. I just got to go back to vegan when I get back home. That really helps, by the way, guys. Just go vegan. Just buy tofu pad thai. I talked about it all the time. And that'll get you in the weight zone you want to be you want to drop one weight class here's the fucking fourth stringer diet just tofu pad thai it and get vegetables in it too and then focus on eating the tofu and the fucking vegetables and then the leftover spaghetti or whatever the leftover pasta that you don't eat um just leave it just fucking throw it out you end up only eating like half the plate of food you lose so much weight and everything water everything water you're welcome that'll be 80 dollars. thank you sign up for the patreon but yeah um what else what else i don't know 
it was fun getting weird drunk with the boys shout out to jason for flying halfway across the country to coach me hope i made you proud hope i made everyone proud i'm glad i'm glad i'm on this journey and i'm glad i'm not taking the easy way out i'm glad it was hard i'm glad i had all those tough opponents i'm glad like I feel like I'm in their fucking heads now. Like, I, I saw Ishmael stick around and watch all my fucking matches. I don't know if it was just because his family or his coach was there. like, But he was watching all my matches intently. I saw the replay back on um, Matt 8 for October 8th on Flow Grappling. And he was watching all my matches. So it was my first opponent. And I love shit like that. That's like gamesmanship. Like, you know, those guys didn't want to lose. And I made them lose. And, like, I don't want to ever lose. So... I'm going to be just as studious. I'm going to be just as committed to, like, getting better. I, I know this isn't my ceiling. And, like, you know what's so nice? My girlfriend ended up uh, writing me a letter and told me to open it before competition. And it said stuff along the lines of, like, that I'm, like, a great teammate, a great boyfriend, or, like, a great person, and that, like, my potential is infinite. And dude that really hit me like i read that line over and over and over again like fabian you're so infinite i can't even like describe the kind of power that gave me i read this before my absolute i read this before my match with ishmael i read this before my my match with the number one seed like that shit <laughs> it was so empowering and i was like i could do anything i can do anything i'm so fucking infinite and I did a lot, man. I'm 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 proud of a lot of what I did. I might not have won first place, but I see the growth. I see the I see the path. I'm right there. I see the path. I'll be back. I'll win worlds. I could see it. I see it all. It's like manifesting in front of me. And you know what? I got real drunk with my girl and uh I decided I think I'm gonna make a first stringers line of shit. I can't be wearing fourth stringers no more if I'm trying to be actually be the best and like win first place and shit. Cause like I feel like I cursed myself. I feel like I could have won first place easily. And I gotta start making first stringers type of shit. I can't wait. Well, um, I gotta get some breakfast or something because my stomach hurts. And I'm gonna try to put this podcast out as quick as possible. So it was a nice, fun recap. Um, shout out to all the fourth stringers I met in Texas. Hopefully. We run into each other again because I'm going to be competing all over the world, I, I feel like. And I hope this opens up more um, avenues for me to compete at. I hope I get sponsors. I hope some of you motherfuckers sign up on Patreon. I'm going to try to put a Patreon out. So, yeah. Thanks, guys. Boom.